talking about award season in yeah. particular uh, the oscars maybe the grammys but really the oscars and bafta awards and you know there's been a lot of talk about the need for diversity and inclusion yes. in the film and entertainment industry and so we're going to share our thoughts about the topic Yes, I also want to just thank everybody for listening and like encouraging us to keep going. It's very nice to get like all this feedback and see that you guys are interested. So, um, thank you. BAFTA, no, for me, Oscars. <laughs> so Oscars were last night. We were we do a little red carpet. Um, yes. Looks that you liked. Anybody you thought was Definitely stunning? Definitely Regina King. Regina King was beautiful yes. in that. It was like what, like a salmon yeah. pink dress. And I was, I was counting her. her coins for her too because <laughs> on Instagram she was like leaving in her Cadillac and said that it was the twenty twenty one Cadillac. The commercial was consistent oh, yes. all the way through. Yes. That on the red carpet when she had her little interview, it had the Cadillac in the back, and I said, "Go, Regina!" Yeah. <laughs> she looked, she looked amazing. It looked stunning. Working at the same time from all angles, I felt like it was a well executed. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> I liked um Renee Zellweger. I know yes. she, I know she's um you know extraordinarily thin, but yeah. I I I loved her look. I did not understand Billy Porter's look at all. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. Didn't understand it. Neither the red carpet look. It just seemed like he was wearing two different styles on top of each other. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Like he Christian Suriano did his beautiful um gown at the um. Was that the Met Gala or no? Oh, the tuxedo gown. The tuxedo gown was pretty. Exquisite. Yes. Yeah. But yesterday it looked like he had this kind of phoenix rising from the sun yeah. bodice it was, piece. It, I mean, he's loud, but it was, very, it was loud. And then the skirt didn't quite go. I didn't like the it shoes at all. The shoes were for me like that any, I was like, I, oh, this is very... It wasn't doing it for me, no. I'll have to say. I also didn't like Tamron Hall's. She has a stunning figure, but I didn't care for the... The pearls um, on top? Yeah, it just looked dated. It looked old it, to me. I see. Yeah. Uh, Christian wig. I thought it was interesting. I didn't... I wouldn't wear something like that, but I thought it was interesting. I actually like that look and I would wear it. Someone the red like dress some, yeah, with the sides. Yeah, yeah it's it a little was, bit like some kind of creature. Yeah. It, but it, it was pretty. It, I liked how straight it was on the mm-hmm. side. And, and like, her hair was great. Her makeup yes. was great. I'm thinking... I mean, if she was going for... Um, a stylist moment or a look, as they say. Mm-hmm. She certainly had it. Um, there were so few black people there. I can't. Cynthia Sam... Rivo looked great. Yes, I was gonna say Cynthia did look beautiful, and um, Zazi was there. Zazi Beats. Was I saw there. her, but I didn't really pay like, attention to. Her. It because I I it's purple. No, it was black, and the sides were the sides were a little open. It was very safe. Okay, but she looked pretty. Look pretty. Like yeah, I, okay. I feel like maybe. It was her first time, so maybe she oh, was like, it yeah. I heard Cardi... No, I heard... Um, who's that girl with Rob Kardashian, baby? She was there. China was there. What, what, why the was she there? Me, <laughs> what? For the life of me, I, I looked several times and I was like, 
what is China in? Why would like, she go? How could she possibly? Was she somebody's guest? I hope. I don't know. But For... she walked the carpet, so then it's also confusing. I have no idea. I didn't understand. Yeah, why I mean, she was I saw the picture and I was like, wait, what? But then I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna knock her. I didn't understand. I don't know. It. I didn't understand it. <laughs> I also like um, Herschela Ali's um, kind of alternative tux. I liked. Uh, it was um kind of crossed over and it was like tied that, at the side. I was going to say, yeah. I liked that very much. I thought Chris Rock looked great. Oh, I liked. The young man from um Little Women. No, wore, like, Natalie Portman had all the female directors in the in the hem of the inside of oh, the I coat. Oh, I did Yeah, that. If, you, if you look down, it had all the... All the women that were not nominated. Did it? Yes. Oh, wonderful. I thought that was a very... Nice very, political yeah. statement. Yeah. yeah, and I'm... I don't know. And don't get mad at me, guys. I think it was a Dior. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We can look it but up, though. I thought that was very... That was nice. That was a nice touch to keep reminding people that there are others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought uh, Chris Rock looked great. Yeah. Um... But really, the standouts for me would have been the Kristen wig that really stayed with me. Yeah. Billy Porter, because I didn't like it. And Regina. Um, Regina Hall just was so stunning. King. Oh, my gosh. And um, <laughs> what's her name? Who always looks amazing? The girl from um, the, uh, Aust- the South African. Um, oh, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Yeah, I don't think she the... ever, ever no, goes wrong. I think just, she's always I like her immaculate. And I love when her song. hair is short i'm gonna look up the dress for you day um so since we talked about the outfits and chris and steve did the opening there was no host got it in right. a way Which is and fine. they did the opening monologue and started with janelle and her shirt popped up and i was so annoyed by that and because i mean she why? played no, I was, I mean, she's a consummate professional, but just, you know, you want your performance to be flawless. And I just thought, oh, a shirt popped open and now she has yeah. to deal Fix with that. that. And then, you know, in her head and stuff. And she did a great job. I was annoyed for her. Oh, you know? okay. Not yeah, the, I see. Yeah, more like that. The reason why I like to circle back, to, it was Dior, yay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't right, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I wasn't wrong. Uh, the reason why I single, circled back to the opening was that, one thing that's starting to like annoy me over the years is that we now like we have we have the hashtag Oscar so white or we'll have multiple people making statements year after year like I mean it's the ninety second time that the Oscars were held and um all these statements about there there's no inclusion and like there's no diversity. And so then there will be a monologue or the host will make jokes about it all night. And people that accept awards want to speak up for the lack of. And I don't ever want them to stop doing that. But at the same time, I'm like, how often can somebody tell you that something is amiss in, this, in your organization? Like, how often can somebody remind you or point out, like, what can be so blinding? How often can somebody point out something that is so clear to everybody else that is for some reason still not clear to the people that are voting, the the people that the people that are voting? Because right, what right. what I think happens is that then the people that organize the night try to compensate right. and then have diversity in the performances, which actually brings another 
dig like because then it feels like you i'm watching my people shuck and jive for right. these people that are nominated and rewarded and like and then it makes a lot of us not watch i had a big group of friends who boycotted and decided to have a movie night really um yeah and then i had and then for me who loves this award season and like this is the this is what I want to start make my living my career in. Who wants to watch? I'm torn because I also want to support the people. I wanted to see uh, Jeanette perform. I wanted to hear Cynthia sing, and it it I don't know how how weird it sounds or how or, or like if people can relate to them. I don't want them to feel alone, even though I'm home. Mm-hmm. I want those people to feel to know that somebody somebody is supporting watching. this. Right. Yes. And at the same time I'm I'm torn between like what is the reason that we continually keep knocking on this door that doesn't want to open for us or like or to be in this in this room or why are none of our reward our award shows as important as as the Oscars are um which I did like when Chris was like Regina is a one-time Oscar winner, but she's a twenty-time solo yes. train award winner. Yes. Like, if yes. there's, there is, um, so to 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 let them know that she is outstanding. Like I didn't see it as a joke to knock her. I saw it as like she has been outstanding to us. Right. Like right, I'm glad right. you guys are finally seeing that this is an outstanding performer. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that I mean, uh, yes, it it's a tiring question for twenty twenty. Yeah. The same question that we had in the eighties when they boycotted, nineties they boycotted, the other day they boycotted. It it seems to be, you know, we come full circle. So, somebody might to play devil's advocate. Somebody might say, well, Parasite won many awards, right? Yeah. And last year, um was a movie about the domestic worker that I should know, given that my book is on this topic and it's <laughs> in my book. Alfonso Coron, who wrote the book about the domestic worker in Mexico. Shame on me that I cannot get it. Day one? Um, no. No nominated. Okay, um, clearly we're going to cut this out. The movie was Roma. Okay. Right? So, I don't know, I know he won for... Um, I know he won for best um director, right? Is that correct? I'm not sure. Yes, I, he I won the director for best director, for right? Roma. For Roma. Mm-hmm. This year, Parasite won. So somebody might dissipate their advocate. Somebody might say, well, those movies won. Yeah. So we're not suggesting that. And that obviously represents diversity and inclusion. But... When Alfonso Cuarón won last year, he made a point that it's important to show movies like this that inclusion and representation is important. Um, when the um, uh, director of Parasite won, he didn't he didn't say that, but um, well, yeah, he kind of yes. He said this is for South Korea, right? No, before that he also he, um I think also just not as an excuse, but I think some things were getting lost in translation for him as well, because of like you know like we're still getting it from a second person. But I remember him saying that he was proud to be the first one to win while the the category was changed, the name of the category uh, was changed. Yes, yes. And then um, he 
and then at some point I, he made it was clear he was overwhelmed like he couldn't even express himself that well anymore and then when he won for director he kind of just wanted to acknowledge his peers right so but i i think that it was definitely um if he if he had not been so overwhelmed he would have said it again like i I felt like it was something that was in on their on his mind when he was talking about the category and stuff like that like I, i feel like it i felt like more like that was a Lost in translation type of. I don't feel like he wanted that he w- he wasn't addressing it. If right. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I don't know that I I've kind of articulated my position very well. I guess what I'm saying is, so it's not to we're not discounting that two years in a row there was representation by we should also say men, but there was representation yes, yeah. by two films that were that one um, in a big based family. on the experiences of. Uh, those in the Asian community and those in the Latin American community. So we're not saying we don't see that. What we are saying is when it comes to other underrepresented groups, namely those of African descent, um, we recognize that, or or, and and I guess black and brown, we recognize Mm -hmm. that consistently the Academy has an issue in their selection process of best, whether it's best, actor or director mm-hmm. or, or film even even something like um you know more behind the scenes right mm-hmm. wardrobe or score yeah um and i think it comes down to i think there's a couple of things i think i think one is obviously it's about access it's about who gets access to um to have these jobs in those positions exactly mm-hmm. right and quite frankly, who has the opportunity to make film, to uh, get the training to work on costume design yeah. or on sound mixing or on special effects yeah. or on... It's not really, for me, it's not simply about who's in front of the camera. It's also about who's behind who's the camera as well. Behind. And yeah, there are programs usually in the inner city, not that that's that there's an issue with that but yeah. their program there was someone on the radio yesterday um he was talking about a program he started at usc i believe yeah. mike um i have to look it up um there are programs here and there but let's face it we could on two hands name uh pro- the most prominent black directors right one yeah. of whom or maybe two of whom were in the audience like last night one being yeah. spike lee obviously yeah. um so as long as we continue to be um kind of left out or and that's not because of like structural racism i'm suggesting that but what i'm saying is as long as that, that we are underrepresented in all aspects of the industry these decisions in terms of who gets nominated and who and who wins will be um, guided by individuals who don't look like you and I. Yes, and it, I. Whether I that's also... BAFTAs, sorry, whether that's BAFTAs, right? Yeah. The British um, Arts, Film, and Television Association, right? Yeah. Or the Oscars. Yeah, I also think what happens and what brings frustration is that everybody inspiration can. People that are creative, especially costume design or hair design or like, um, they go out and look 
for things like that, look for inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. So what becomes upsetting is that our culture is often brought back as inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then so you see it in work or in pieces and then it's um and then it's high end. Right. But right, when it was right. when it was ours it it's not so I'm, my comment is maybe a little bit broader because I'm thinking back at what when um I will never forget that 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 bag that rice comes in you remember the, the, the but then remember the, the plastic one with the blue and the right white stripes on them oh the Caribbean like yeah. Caribbean travel bags and then I'm not the I Louis forgot Vuitton. which was it Louis Vuitton yeah, who Louis did it Vuitton, yeah. and it was a thousand dollars the and market I was like, bag yeah the and market I was like, bag you yeah. just don't yeah the market <laughs> bag and I was like you just lost your mind this bag is. 25 cents but right. and not like not of any value and then you just like this is Besides. cute and I'm like it's it's also the this is cute is bothers me because the bag is actually a necessity to others mm-hmm. like it's a it's mm-hmm. a like so I that that makes me think like if you if you don't give people the the positions to have these jobs but you see a twinkle of your your style and culture doesn't have to only be black culture you you see mm-hmm. your your style in the film or or in the shorts or whatever then it becomes frustrating to to know that the job is not held by a person who actually can speak on why this garment is this way and like it it's mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not not knocking the person that was that valued it enough to bring it to a, a mm-hmm. film to give an like, example in film. In film. Can you, or if you can, I don't know if you can off I'm the top of your head. Like, yeah, that's like, I feel bad because I feel like I can do it more in, in series. Okay, so things. Um, but, um, one of the, one of the things that I feel like, that I see more and more, is that like, say from like, uh, Courtney Kemp. Mm-hmm. Her style, like for, for the ghost is one of her characters in power. And one of the styles that she had for that the whoever dresses had for him was that it's a it's he has a street but also an office type of look mm-hmm. and sometimes depending on what mode he was in they were they were doubled up on each other mm-hmm. so it would be a suit with a hoodie mm-hmm. over it and it was done like kind of on purpose and then I'll watch something else and the character will have a similar swag even though the character doesn't necessarily the the persona of that character doesn't operate in the same way, and I'm like, you just took the, you just took the style without the meaning mm, behind it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I know it looks cute, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it had a meaning to mm-hmm. it in power, and then I'm, I'll mm-hmm. see it again, and I'm like, okay, now it just looks because she wanted to create swag. Right. What urban? Yeah, like, like an urban. Right. Look, yeah. Right. 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 Well, let's think about some of the films, right? I mean, somebody. Again, devil's advocate. Someone might say, well, what films with an all-black ensemble or Latin American ensemble or Asian ensemble, what films were shut out that were deserving of a nomination? And let's also, let's also be mindful that these awards aren't necessarily only based on talent. It, it does become a little bit of a popularity contest, right? Mm-hmm. Big studios, the financing can push for their movies, right, to um, kind of create a buzz around them, right, with advertisements, right, that also helps to, because obviously the more people who see a movie, the more exposure, the more excitement, 
that also Gifts. catches on. It could also backfire. J-Lo, I think, is an example of that, right? Mm. Um, you have to just... When a movie first comes out, whether it's, um, whether it's uh, a film critic mm-hmm. or the studio, people already start with the messaging, right? Yeah. Like Academy Award-winning performance. And then that rhetoric, I think, people get swept up in that, just the average man and woman person... Mm-hmm get swept up in that too oh i heard that that's um oscar worthy now i i enjoyed hustlers i did enjoy hustlers i think it was promoted in a in a way that didn't benefit the movie i should say that right i think i I would have liked to have seen it without seeing a trailer first i think i would have even had a higher like i said it liking to it right like seeing the promo and then going to see the movie i actually think the promos did the movies an injustice, injustice of like watching it in a in a way that that made the j-lo character what they felt was oscar worthy but to me because it was promoted so sexually and then when you watch the movie and the movie was actually not that sexual right it was i feel like it was a, a deep bond about the women and especially women that are that are kind of stuck on a certain level, but mm-hmm. want to get out, but are not doing right. it in a in a positive way. Right. And so I felt like, yeah, had I watched that without thinking that I was going to see a bunch of people sliding down poles and whatnot, I probably would have thought her performance greater than, than mm-hmm. what I... But then when they said Oscar Worthy, I was like, Hustlers? You know, like, then you get that reaction. Um, but I wasn't understanding why it was Oscar. I just thought maybe I was the only one and <laughs> I didn't understand. But because I thought, okay, why Jello and not the co-star? Yeah, I see what you why, mean. Why, what made her best, better than um, the woman that she, like, groomed, right? To, to be, to be, be yeah, I didn't understand that. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean. Well, I remember a couple of years back. Constance Wu, uh, was the co-star. was the was the co-star. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple of years back. This is definitely, guys. I'm gonna say two thousand four, two thousand five. Like whenever Bush was in office and we were about to go to war, um, and uh, Denzel was nominated. Halle Berry was um won that year too, and I think actually Denzel won too for training day um and we said and we broke that down in so many ways that i was like it does it did feel like if you want to go all conspiracy like it did feel like everything always had an agenda it seemed like we a lot of minorities were nominated in a in a year that the country was actually going to be very divided because a lot of minority people definitely didn't feel like they wanted to go to war so i felt like they used the oscars to unite us more like it was oh like this is the conversation this is like all the talk we're having okay because my eyebrows are raising like yes. what so they had that one then it was that like even done even though they won oscars they won oscars for movies and yeah. and roles right that in the black community were really like grading from, from all the grading yes from all roles it was like then sale for training day like and it's crazy because at the same time i'm like I'm sure Denzel is happy that he won. We're happy for Denzel that he has an Oscar, but for Training Day, not for Malcolm X, like you like and glory, then, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, and then um, Hurricane and um, ha- Halle Berry, Halle Berry having it for 
monster ball which Oof. to the the especially the scene the the love scene with oh. Billy Bob Thornton is I have yet to speak to a woman, especially a woman of color, that does not make like a face or like a right. stomach turning movement right. when they think of it. So I'm not sure who on who or where felt like that was a that gave a love feeling to it. Like it it was such a such a gut wrenching scene. Um we all know that um Angela Bassett was basically shunned for years for not wanting to do that but right. so so it was like yes they won but like so and, and up until this day I've yet to find an Oscars where I felt like oh this wasn't with an agenda another example that I will give is like Bird of a Nation Bird of a Nation was mm. Oscar route like they had mm. everybody was ready we had decided this is the black guy we like we're gonna roll with this like that team is amazing had it not been for somebody bringing back the story of rape that happened in college and even though like i think like the the woman actually ended up passing away not from the incident but later on but it was a it was a huge case with a lot of like a lot of cringeworthy parts in it and you can actually feel free to look it up nate parker yes uh, and it was, I should say, it was a rape allegation. A rape allegation, but it the trans the transcripts are available right. to read um, mm-hmm. the court ones. And, 1999. Yes, and so when that came back, when that came back right before all the... It killed it. Uh, it killed it. It killed the movie. Right. But, magically, which I still think is great, Moonlight... All of a sudden, Moonlight was everything. Oh, Moonlight is amazing. Moonlight is so great. Moonlight won. And I was like... Do you think it wasn't amazing and great? I did not enjoy really? Moonlight. Not Why? the way... I Just not the way... I, I didn't feel like it was a story that I was clearly able to follow or had a good... Like, it didn't have a... Like, ugh. It didn't have a certain, like completion or track that I wanted to see for somebody that is exploring their lifestyle especially for a black male um like especially the ending and I was like oh I wanted to I'm glad that there was like a love element to it but I I wanted him to be more like I wanted to be more clear that he was more secure in who he was I felt like when we ended we were still at the beginning at let me see if it will work out with this man um but I loved how it was shot. I loved the actors in it, and I love that I'm seeing, still seeing all those actors in different places. So, and I love the the guy that directed it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like yes, a lot of good things came from him, but not a word existed about Moonlight before Birth of a Nation was killed. And so then I'm like, was your intention only to this year have a film with a person of color win or a minority film win? Because how so fast was the was the turnaround of like so it it made me it made me just feel like there's something about the voting system that that cannot be that that clean or was even um um a lady spoke of she had won an Oscar one of the older actresses I forgot Diane Keaton yesterday no this is the this is at least for Oscar uh, seasons ago. seasons ago and she said that. She does think the voting should be done 
better because he said the amount of time that she's spending in those short was so minimal that she thinks that she won because people recognized her name. Right. Because well, of how established an actor she was. I think, like with most things, oftentimes you're, you're responding to what you know, right? Yeah. As, a, as an individual. So maybe you're drawn to something because it, it is... Well, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit. I think in one sense, maybe you're responding to something because you know it. It's familiar to you. You you have great respect for that individual. You know their body of work and, mm-hmm. and, and this one, this particular performance stands out in comparison to any other role you've seen them, yeah. right? You've seen. Um, or it could be that this is a fresh young face and um, you're just so impressed by how this actor brings this character to life and you're rooting for this character and the film overall is something so different than what you've ever seen and the originality of it is Mm -hmm. what you know you feel that they should be they meaning the director or the actor that they should be rewarded for um something that's so unique um and then it falls into just kind of old boys club yeah. Right? Which could either be, okay, in the case of Scorsese, who got absolutely nothing, but we want to recognize that, you know, you, De Niro, Pacino, and um, what's the other one? He's in all the films. I can't get his name. He was at the table too. Pes- but Pes- Yeah, Pesky. Joe Pesci. Um, you know, we recognize that you did really great work. So we're recognizing you, but we're not really going to give it to you. Too. So it's, yeah. it is a flawed system. Um, and I don't know what the outcome in. So I will say the movies I saw. Yeah. I saw a fair number. I saw Harriet. Yeah. I thought she did a great job. Um, I saw Little Women. Didn't get what all the buzz was about at all. Saw Marriage Story. Thought Adam Driver killed it. Didn't get why there was a, such a buzz about uh, Scarlett Johansson. She did. She did a good, a good job, but I didn't get it. Absolutely. Saw Hustlers. Didn't understand why J Lo should have been nominated, but none of the cast of Widows were nominated, and as were um, uh, the cast from um Ocean's Eight. I mean, I, in my opinion, like was, what was the yeah. difference? Yeah. Um, I saw Parasite and loved it. Yes. I saw it. I did not see 1917, unfortunately, but I, I didn't want to no, see it. No, my, my director friend told me that it was, it, it was amazing. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see that. I saw Joker and just, I thought it was a mind-blowing, I yeah. mean, it just it was just a spectacular performance. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No. I, I thought that Leo Dio, I thought that whole thing was... You know, this kind of washed up actor yeah. who's trying to stay in the game. And that scene where he was rehearsing with um, the little girl um, and he was crying. Oh, to okay. me, yeah. that was, I just thought, I don't know. I know that the story was all Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. No, but yeah. I thought that, that Oscar, I, I thought that... The, well, he was was Leo DiCaprio up up for best uh, he was actor. Nominated. I thought I, that um he did a great job, but I'm sorry, the, the Joker. The Joker. I mean, was, that was um that was outstanding. Yeah, it was, and in, in the in the 
spirit of Heath Ledger. It was yeah. just beautifully done. Couldn't complain with yeah. that at all. Um, Bombshell. Think uh, I like Margot Robbie a lot. I think Me she's too. growing. Yeah, um, and I like Shirley, so... Um, I just didn't get the hoopla. Sorry, not for me. Yeah. Um, And truth be told, I can't think of any black movies that should have been nominated. I mean, I saw Queen just... Queen and Slim. I didn't see Queen and Slim, but it's I saw amazing. Just Mercy. And um, maybe it didn't make it in time. Just Mercy for the, was... For the war um, season. It was for consideration. Yeah. Well, it was... Um, phenomenal gut-wrenching um acting was amazing and i don't understand i I don't understand yes greta gerwig lady lady bug was Mm -hmm. great but little women was i mean did you see i have not seen it i didn't it is definitely the the type of movie that i like so i will just didn't get but i preferred the um well there's been many renditions but i i preferred the one with um that young lady got into trouble for stealing the other the shoplifting. Uh, uh, it's her name again from Beetlejuice. Why Winona. Uh, Winona. Yeah, I prefer yeah. the the Winona version. Uh, I should say prefer, but I I, I didn't get it. It was um, didn't get it, didn't get it. Marriage Story, I thought was worthy. I mean, I think Marriage Story is an updated Kramer versus Kramer. I think I yeah. do believe it was worthy of. Uh, a lot of people didn't. Well, a lot of people I know did not like the movie, and I I did say that I thought that marriage wise, like the the type of arguments that you have marriage wise, I thought it was spot on, and so I thought it was very. Um, I did enjoy it, but if you were looking for something more romanticized or something more like I felt so I felt like people didn't like it because it was too real, real? yeah, yeah I thought the pettiness yeah, was every, real yeah I thought the because there were times where she was conflicted um I thought the whole thing with the family as oh, you know yes. yeah. with the family <laughs> still embracing yeah. him because they loved him and yeah. then also trying to support their daughter and sister I thought one of my favorite ones is when he's like if i know my kid wouldn't be okay i want you to die i want you to just die yes. today and i was yes. like oh my god i thought he you gave not say that you that type of anger like it was yeah it was definitely a, and his desperation anger. his desperation to fight for his son i mean it, yeah. and it wasn't fighting out of uh spite like uh, this is about. No, um, was, I felt like it was fighting for. Right. I, I guess I don't know you. Right. right. <laughs> I, guess I can't trust you. I don't know. Like the person that I thought I was married to and that right. who I thought that I could always come to terms with, is not the person that's dealing with me with this lawyer. So right. I have to take right. a different position. Right. Like, yeah, right. definitely. I thought it was like, very well done. I mean, I like, I lo- I love Squid and the Whale. Uh, that's another Noah Bambach. It's classic. Oh, okay. Squid no. in the Whale. Oh, yes, it's classic. It's also dealing with a couple um, on the brink. They actually end up separate. It's based here in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's a must, must, it. must, must watch. Um, but the the thing that I that I had with the like, even people are like, oh, Parasite. Like I felt like it kind of tied in with what we spoke about before. Is that like, I mean, it was an amazing movie. And uh, my sister and I are always already, we watch a lot of Korean shows. And um, which I think sup- people would be very surprised. I think there's a, a larger amount of, or, or decent group of black people that like watching Korean shows on Netflix. Um, more and more, like every time I tell a friend to watch one, they actually get totally into it. Like my sister is 
completely taken in. She even watches like Korean like reality TV. Um and um I'm only saying this like because um a lot the actors that we knew from those shows are in Parasite. Oh. So it was actually nice to see like the growth of like their career. Like they're not new people to me. But I did think about what we spoke about in the past about like the infatuation that people um have with foreigners and foreigners that they can like get along with or accept or like you know like magic mm-hmm. <laughs> magical people all of a sudden mm-hmm. and so i uh, but i'm very like i they deserve the win like there's absolutely also no need to make an american version just watch this oh, version oh gosh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. like it's it's um it's very well done like there's no reason like just put your subtitles on and enjoy um it's yeah it's very well done i watched harriet I did enjoy it. Um, you did. Well, I I didn't. I enjoyed the movie. Um, I don't want to say the sentence for what it was because that sounds so like I'm making it small. But it was more because I had already heard so many different people their opinions about it, mm-hmm. and that they made her a mag magical Negro, and like this. And I actually did not see it that way. I really mm-hmm. saw it as like to to teach yourself to. To teach your mind to be determined to do something, and um, the part that people will consider magical, I actually considered spiritual. Like she needed to stop and like she said, "This is how I listen to God," and it is something that I do myself. Like not of course the way it was portrayed in film, but mm-hmm. I stop and pray. I stop and center myself, and I was like, "If you want to consider that magic, that's on you." But I feel like that's the way I get my mind ready to go. So. Um, I enjoyed that part of the movie because she had to she had to have been a person who centered herself to continuously do what she did. Mm-hmm. And right. um and for her that was God. And um I thought that was actually I I I enjoyed that they showed that part. I enjoyed that it didn't make it just this woman running back and forth with no like this was her purpose to her and then they also at towards the end of the movie they get in to the rest of her life a little bit which I not not tons but I did like that it showed like and she did so much more like she continued doing things to better the the lives of black people in America well what do you think of the criticism that you know people are tired of seeing slave porn they're tired of like seeing they're tired of seeing black people portrayed on screen you know the trauma um, you know, having to kind of relive that because that was, you know, we 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 discussed this, I believe, um, on episode four. I yeah. think on the previous episode we were discussing that the movie didn't do as well as it could have, yeah, in part because of controversy surrounding a statement some people t- took as or mistook as offensive. Well, I think there's, um, there's going to be a tipping point. But there was also this conversation about people are tired of seeing these films about black people um, enslaved and subject to, to, to all kinds of violence yeah. against the body. I I think it's... um I, While I understand the argument, I also think at the same time, it's not, you know... We should never reach a point where, when we're saying we don't need to tell the story anymore. That's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. 
I think the story needs to be told. I just think it's about balance. And perspectives. Right. So yeah. if there are many other options to watch at home or at the theatre, yeah. then perhaps the, that conversation goes away. If people believe that all they're seeing, and I don't think that, that is the case in this day and age, um, then that could be a problem. But I think it's... If, it's, if it's, all we're seeing is the, the way we're being kept down. Is that's the only f- kind of film that's version. out there. And it, this film, Harriet was not that at all. Oh. It was, I mean, she was a renegade. She was yeah. doing it. Like, no one made that... I mean, maybe they did. Maybe people felt like 12 Years a Slave... Not 12 Years a Slave, Django. I know yeah. people had a lot of problems with that. But I know that people loved that... Because to fantasize. Yeah, I think they, they loved that the character was... Um, he was bold, he was mm-hmm. like an anti-hero, and he was armed, and he was, you know, he was um, uh, confronting and defeating his master, but she was doing the same thing. thing. Yeah, she was. But people didn't stop to see the film. So this is the problem for me like, with social Maybe media. they already made their version in their head. Right. Yeah. The decision was made before for even it. seeing the film. Because I was thinking there's like, for us, it, it's slavery movies. But then you have movies about the Holocaust. You have movies about the war every year almost. And there's satire Holocaust movie like Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit uh, was the one that Quentin made. That one is also a little off. Django? No, no, no. Once upon a time Holocaust. It has Brad Pitt in it too. I'm just blanking on the name of it. But uh, it's it's also with Nazis and like a little. Mm-hmm. It makes you laugh at mm-hmm. times, uh, and I think. Dave also so like not that that's the only genre they're going to but right. I, I feel like there was a tipping point where they've successfully moved away with not only saying like they gassed us they gassed us they get like they like after like I feel like Schindler's List is the last one that is a big mm-hmm. that type of movie in my mm-hmm. head where it was so somber and heavy on your soul like yeah so I feel like that's the, that's the last one and I was like oh my god this is horrible but um, but when it comes to later movies about the Holocaust or Jewish, do you know what happened to the Jewish mm-hmm. people during the war? And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember them being that heavy anymore. They're, they're starting to right. be more like about like this person that managed to, what? I don't know, send messages and blah, blah, like it, it, it or, or a child that grew up during that time blah, blah, right. and their eyes on it. I feel like something just changed. Uh, well, I think that um, that's what Django, Django Unchained is. Yeah. Django Unchained is kind of a fantasy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, we find it in the literature, for sure. Yeah. Uh, someone like Bernadine Evaristo with Blonde Root, she, she's a black British author, and she inverts the narrative to imagine what if black people were the masters and whites were the slaves, for yeah. example, right? We see it we see it quite a bit in the in the literature. And maybe there are some films that are on the horizon. I think the thing is with PC, you know, with respectability politics, mm-hmm. PC, PC culture, will people receive you know, I, I don't Remember know. Remember that People John Travolta be... movie, and it went nowhere. I feel like they were so shocked to see that it was John Travolta. It was it was Reverse World, and then John Travolta played. He was a white male and he got in trouble and it showed how all the black people were like kind of reacting the way whites would do and how no, it was affecting them for affecting him. I think it's a great movie. It went nowhere because yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like it was too realistic for people right. to deal with at that right, time. Right. Um, right. But um, 
Yeah, I feel like I I definitely I think I said that last time as well about characters. So same for me for movies. I do not want topics that are important to us to disappear, especially if like back to where we started. If we still every year have to remind you that we are not included or others are not included, like you have to include people, then clearly I need to remind you of the topics that it affected my livelihood and generations before me. Like there seems to be like, I don't want you to tell me this. Like, like I, to the point that I'm like, are the people in the audience not tired of being uncomfortable when about somebody coming on stage and saying, you need to be take accountability. You need to like, I'm something. There has to you have to pass certain points at some point to me. You gotta be annoyed. You gotta think. You gotta like if something somebody keeps bringing something up, there has to be somebody that says, you know what? Well, Let's address it. That case Joaquin, in point, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix addressed it. Um, just two quick things. I love that the winner of Jojo Rabbit. Um. Taki Watiti. Yeah. Um, I love what he had to say at the end of his speech about the indigenous or first nations people being able to tell their stories as the original stories. That was a powerful, powerful, powerful moment. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say was Joaquin Phoenix. We need other people to stand up. It shouldn't, it's not the place of those who are underrepresented to stand up yes. and to remind everybody, to guilt them into yeah. being more conscientious it's in their decision making, right? It's not my job to right. school you. Yeah. And I remember when I believe it was, no, it's not Felicity Huffman, but somebody stood on the stage a couple of years ago and, and spoke about um, um, the height of Me Too. They spoke about the need to have. Um, um, sets that hired diverse and inclusive, you know, sets yeah. that, that, that they wanted to ensure that their riders yeah. um, um, were reflective of their politics. And so that they would make sure that they had a cast that was diverse. They wanted to work on projects that had um, crew that was diverse as well. And there was a big hubbub around that. And I don't know how... If the, if the momentum of that like, continues... Like, was that actually executed? Yeah. Or um, if that kind of faded out now, because that was like a movement and a moment, and... And it know, was said, and it's gone. Right. And then same for me, same thing for Joaquin. Like, as, as weird as it sounds, I'm like... But something in my heart always knew that Joaquin would be that type of person right, to speak well, up. Right, You know, like, and so right. I feel like... Because he's... Marginalized. He's on the margin. And he's he's also... He has a lot of empathy. He's mm-hmm. been through a lot. So his yeah. I feel like his eyes are more open to right. understand what others are going through. Right. And But then what I don't like about it is that like... You know, like when he when he tries to speak, when he's trying to like collect his mind and stuff mm-hmm. like that, then people make fun of him. Yes. Or they make it yeah. something silly. And I was right. like, from all people... To, from Nobody speaks up. This one person speaks up. And then there's a there's a little Ridicule. window of yeah Ridicule. to make him silly. So that this kind of silence is what he yes. says. And um, Prince William also yes. made a similar statement as well about the need for diversity and inclusion. And I want us to you know we would be remiss if we didn't shout out uh, the only yes, um, <laughs> right the only um, representation of African descent that won yesterday, and that would be the short animated film Hair Love 
by um, directed by uh, and written by Matthew Cherry and co-produced by Karen uh, Rupert Tolliver. Mm-hmm. I mean, so at least we can say we, we walked yes. away with that. And the speech always, was also powerful. It, it like, was about it was. representation matters and the Crown Act. Yes. They spoke about um, normalizing which, our hair. Right. It's our hair. Right. <laughs> right. And we don't want to, we could, we could kind of deviate if we get yeah. into that. But the Crown Act, <laughs> the fact that they mentioned that was important. I, I think that maybe the good thing, the good, the takeaway could be even if we don't win, having Chris Rock up there reminding them that that as you said um that there were no vaginas nominated right or that that there are alternative there are alternative right regina king there are other award shows that recognize recognize the crown act which is so important that they mention which is about it's, it's an acronym for creating a respectful and open world um for natural Care, that was really important that they mentioned that too because not a lot of people know what's going on um, in that respect in terms of um, the kinds of um, policies that are set in place that um, uh, kind of demonize and, and marginalize and discriminate uh, based on hair texture and protective stylings of those in the African um, those of African African descent so that was important so I don't know, BAFTA, much like the Oscars, I don't see much change anytime soon. I think that they will continue to, they meaning those who have the power to vote and to um, promote certain films will continue to do so. And it's incumbent upon us then to really think about how we look for validation or where we seek validation. Definitely that. I also feel like if for, for, for some magical reason, some of those people that vote, that have the power to vote at the Oscars and bring those type of movies are listening to us, could they even consider to take on projects and not just the project, don't take the movie and do not have anybody on your team that can explain to you why certain things are in the script, why it's important that um, it's filmed in a certain way or why characters are in a particular way. Can they not take on projects that would, come from that like can martin scorsese can he can make a, a movie that's not about boston he can do it like you have you're talented you can sit with a with a writer and you can be the director and say i love this film that you wrote i'll make it and it will be a martin scorsese film about something else that is not iris descendant related I disagree. Or, like i just want no i feel like because they're the one vote, voting you don't have to do, agree but like is is that a way to still get some more stories from a different perspective and see a different side of their own talent? I know that you can make a movie about Boston. I love them. I don't well because would we tell Spike Lee to make a movie? Yeah, I don't he mind. makes movies based in Brooklyn and all. Woody Allen makes movies based in New York. That's what they do. I don't think they should change their trajectory. But I think for filmmakers who don't focus, I mean, because I think that for some artists being regional specific is important to them that's the narrative they want to push but there are many others who don't do that i don't know i don't think it i I think that they write write what you know yeah maybe maybe why not somebody could say it's lazy because you're not but it crossed my mind like you think that like if uh, i feel like say for for some reason um martin scorsese takes on this black film 
I feel like, it, it, why wouldn't it be good? You're talented, right? You know how to do it. You know how to direct. So why not, why not come out of your realm? Like, or like how Steven Spielberg did The Color Purple. It's see, beautiful. See what that got him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's like, <laughs> ah, like all this. But, it, but it's beautiful. It's very important well, to that, our well, culture, that movie. And, I'm, so I, and he came out of his realm. He right. made us E.T. Right. And so I feel like if you are a voting voice in that room or have power that your name pulls, if you can help in this diverse thing... Can that be in, Or if they're not a, making... Or I would say... I don't know. I feel slightly conflicted about that. I would say maybe more to the point, help to support those films. And if you're not going to make the film, point aspiring filmmakers in the direction of those who can help you make the film. And maybe you can sign on as a EP or something. Don't feel like a pat in the back. I would say, well, because... Over here. Well, I think that's what Tyler Perry was saying, though, right? I mean, and this is very Malcolm X, right? You're not... It's about um, being self-sufficient. It's about... um, You don't want handouts. No, you don't want a handout. So... I don't don't consider it a handout. So maybe Martin Scorsese can't make... I don't want him to make my film, but if, if if he has a production company... Then I'll take that. I I would take more that route. I think. Um, that's what I'm. Well, I could we ended up at the same meaning. I think a little bit because I was thinking. That's what I mean. Like if you have a if you have a talented writer, his production company can produce. Right. Right. Like, or he can direct on it. He can. No. He doesn't. He doesn't have to write. No, he can't Why direct. He, on it. No, okay. No, he just produce he's on it. Doing I see. Boston. That's he's what doing he Boston. wants to do. I see what you mean. And so I don't think can... that he should stop doing that. That okay. I see. I think that. Um, but he can give the that, means. I think that so Norma that... Stanton <laughs> can write and direct her movie, movie through and his production company. That whether has it's the means. him or Spike Lee or Lena Waithe or Ava DuVernay. Yeah. Um. Or Spielberg or the guy that did Star Wars, I think that they can help finance it and serve as executive producers, but no. And then the person... Okay, yeah, that's... that's I see. That's good. Well, and then they need to vote. <laughs> that too, right? Well, maybe they will when they see his production company name. Yes. Splash that them. has... I okay. mean, think about it. Weinstein... You, yes, you, you can Jesus. think of a film yeah, in have. any Oscar season that didn't yeah. have Weinstein touched. And now that is like, eesh, yeah. tainted. Yes. Right? For <laughs> all of the reasons we know. So, all right. I think yeah. uh, I think we should wrap up here. Yeah. Um, so, a couple of things. Don't forget to subscribe to us if yes. you... Use Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Click the subscribe button. Um, leave us a review if you want to. Right. We got a beautiful message from one of our anchor listeners, and it was very nice to like receive that. And we, I didn't know that we could receive voice messages through anchor. So if you guys want to leave us a message through anchor, you can actually also leave voice messages on anchor. You can follow us on Instagram, Black Girls with Accents. We have an email address, Black Girls with Accents right. at gmail dot com. You can email us there. Right, Twitter. You can find us on Twitter, Black Accents on Twitter. Yeah. Um. So please, please reach out to us on our social media. We'd love to hear from you, yeah. and we'd like to hear. You know, if if there's a topic that you'd like us to cover. I know today was more pop culture, and we just wanted to weigh in. I mean, we're more than our 
accents and our nationalities. Yes, it's yeah. the field that I like, so I get very passionate about film. And right. And, yes. <laughs> and BAFTA and Oscars just, um, you know, the season is winding down now, so we thought that we also wanted to do something that was topical. Um, and don't worry, we will get back to yeah. some of our very unique perspectives about growing up uh, black in, in Europe, but now we wanted to kind of touch upon what was happening in pop culture. this through our eyes. Right, all right. <laughs> Thanks. See you.